Welcome back, it's the No Cap Podcast You ain't with your boy Javier Fresco Once again, I'm with Snugs the General What's happening, brother? What's good with it? You already know it We blessed, not stressed We ain't tripping today, bro Not, not even tripping, tripping tripping we'd like to thank y'all for coming back for the second episode of season two yes, sir. be sure that you smash that subscribe button man please share this damn episode please, man because guess what we need you to do that shit we about to start doing these giveaways hey and the only way you're gonna be able to be involved man if you know what's going on you gotta, gotta be notified hit that notification bell gotta tune in gotta tune in you gotta do it man what's been good with you though bro? what's good for the week Man, listen, I just been, you know, doing this in-home learning. Man, that shit been weighing me the fuck out, bro. I feel like I'm in the second grade all over again. I'm in the second grade changing diapers. <laughs> it's wicked out here. Man, hard out here for a pimp, man. Up, all the way. That's crazy, man. Man, so we're going to get into it, man. We gonna okay. start the show, man. You already know, bro. You remember the text message I sent you earlier this week? Yeah, I do. With the, so with the, with the lunch, I sent bro a text message earlier this week. Uh, this chick, it was like a little meme or whatever, whatever. I think it was a meme. We can call it a meme. Man said that a chick said that. If you're trying to buy me a $20 lunch, you're messing with the wrong chick or something to the effect of. Something to the effect that I can't do nothing with these meals $20 for lunch. Yeah. I can't can't do nothing with $20 worth of lunch. Like, you spending $50, $60 on lunch. Bro, come on, bro. What's going on? Bro. What are women going through? What's the problem? Man. I don't know, bro. It it, it kind of go back to what we talked about last episode, bro. It's like I don't really know the differences in terms of what black men and black women require from each other right now. You know what I'm saying? It's like twenty dollars for lunch. Where you finna eat lunch at, bro? What you think about going for lunch? Then where you going after lunch? Because if I eat twenty (laughs) dollars worth of food for lunch, bro, like I'm I'm out of there. It's over. Straight eaters, like so these gotta be females. These gotta be females that are not like working jobs. They just chilling at the crib, and they messing with niggas with money. They might have sugar daddies, or it gotta be one of these females. Some to this effect, because a regular they are working jobs. They going back from lunch, and they ain't doing a bitch ass thing for real. (laughs) After they eat lunch. Bro, what are Bro, you, like you say, going for lunch for no, no boo? Man, listen. <laughs> like for real, you can eat you lunch at Papa Do's possibly for twenty bucks. Say but what? how many? How many people? I say you could possibly eat Papa Do's for lunch for twenty bucks. But how many people you know got that much time to go somewhere like that for lunch? That's still a lot of food. You got though. a two hour lunch break. That's a lot of food still at Papa still. Do's. That don't make a it lot is. of sense. Anyway, man, women. Y'all chime in. What's going on? Like, are we yeah, really broke out here? Like, because we man. can't buy y'all more than twenty dollars worth of lunch. Like, are mm. we really broke because we can't do that? Is that the standard? Are we moving towards that right now? To where twenty dollars is not enough for y'all's lunch? Because if that's the case, then it's a lot of broke boys out here. Man, I'm broke as fuck. It's a lot of broke boys out here, man. So we gotta really figure out what's going on. Like. We got to figure out what's really broke. Man, let's talk about that. What's really broke? Because I think, I think it's, it's a couple of different ways you can look at broke. Yeah. Right? I think it's the it's the financial aspect. And then it's just a broken mentality, bro, amongst our people, too. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, broke versus broke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of these females, if you need a nigga to give you $20, she probably broke, too. You know what I'm saying? And you just need this nigga to shell out more cash because you broke. Man, (laughs) they say two wrongs don't make it right. Two brokes don't make it rich. For real. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Real talk. (laughs) If you you look at it, man, nothing from nothing leave nothing. So, I mean, but at the same time, though, I think that's an unrealistic expectation of, of 
what a guy or what a dude that's dating you is supposed to supply you with. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? I don't get how if a girl, if I was dating someone, she texted me on lunch and say, Bae, I need some lunch money. And I shoot her twenty dollars. And she say, What's this? It's like lunch money. So <laughs> now fifty dollars, seventy five dollars is lunch money? Bro. Man, listen. <laughs> what you doing for lunch again? <laughs> bro, it's something broken drunk. with that, man. It's something broken See, with that system. I don't understand. But I think I that's think... like I think that's what what's going on. Like it's just a lot of unrealistic expectations that women have for dudes nowadays. And it's usually younger women. You know what I'm saying? They right. have these unrealistic expectations that dudes supposed to just have. Everybody's supposed to be a millionaire because everybody look like a millionaire. And that's another thing right. that's broken with our community. We'd rather look rich than be rich. Man. You know what I'm you saying? We'd rather mouthful. look rich and, and have on Louboutins and have on every pair of Jordans that come out and drive a certain type of car. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. And look rich instead of really actually, being rich. Right. That's the, right. And I'm with it. Yeah. So, I mean. It's, it's, we got to like. It, we got to reverse that. We got to reverse that. You know, somehow we got to reverse that. How do you think we can reverse it? Because it's a lot of people in a, in a completely different situation to where female dating a dude that can't get him 50 cent for lunch. But, you know what I'm saying? And, those and, the they, ugly, and that's the ugly part of it. And they just living in it, you know what I'm saying, in their reality. Like, bro, I ain't going to do nothing but sit at home, play the game, drive my car drive my car around all day, <laughs> smoke dope in my car. Blow some you know gas with it, homeboy. <laughs> Pick up some hoes in my car while I'm at work. <laughs> For real, man. Then come back to the crib and play the Xbox. And then pull the That's laptop crazy. up when he hears the garage door go up. And uh, click on Indeed real quick. Like, he just got through <laughs> filling out a job application. <laughs> <laughs> and this is real life, the lifestyle of niggas, man. Like, why? You know what I'm saying? I don't make sense, man. But that's another gotta, situation. That's another aspect of it right there. You really don't do accept better. it. We got to demand more from each other, bro. And, and this is from a, not just from a relationship sense, it's from an overall sense when we talk about the culture and we talk about our people, you know what I'm right, saying? We yeah. got to demand more from each other. I can't imagine, you know, feeling insignificant because I can't give you $20 for lunch. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's bro, crazy. I'm <laughs> Bro, I'm insignificant, bro. I'm married and my wife don't ask me for that much money for lunch. I'm it's insignificant. Crazy. If I got to be it's insignificant crazy. out here in these streets, dog, then so be it. Because, we go back to last week episode, the power of that P, bro. I, bro. <sighs> so you, so let's go. So let's, so let's do the flip side. Mm-hmm. So you think it's dudes out here that's really like seventy five dollar lunch niggas? Possibly. Who? Rappers? As the saying goes, bro, it ain't tricking if you got it. A lot of niggas live by that code. It ain't tricking if you got it. Rappers. I'm not that nigga. I'm not single either. Exactly. But if I was single, just know I'm not that oh, nigga. Yeah, bro. If I was I out here, bro, if I was out here, I wouldn't be that guy. I'm not that guy, dog. $75 I mean, is a lot of money for lunch. This is that if we not, lunch is recurring, dog. Lunch sure. is every day. And if day. we not at maybe maybe she on vac well, maybe she on vacation or some shit. Maybe it's just a week that she was she took some days off. She took she took some PTO. She ain't got nowhere to go. Maybe she just wanna have a good time along with having lunch. Cause it sounds like you want some drinks. It sounds like you want an experience more so than lunch. Where are you, you going to get out? this? Ruth Chris? I don't know. <laughs> That's Man. what I'm asking. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I mean, okay. But I mean, we we could go on and on. Exactly, we could just about that. Yeah, man. But I mean, just to kind of kind of piggyback off the situation of, you know, demanding more from each other. Yeah. As a people, you know, this is a podcast for the culture, bro. You know, we all about our people, our culture, and always trying to give ways to help advance and progress our people. Yeah. And it's a lot of people who are stepping into the roles. 
Like, I think when we first started talking about certain things last season, like with the George Floyd situation, right, we talked right. about the lack of leadership. You know what I'm saying? And it's a lot of people now who are actually stepping up and taking action and actually being on the forefront and on the front line when it comes to what we're doing in terms of uh, trying to get some advancement for our people. Right. One of those people being the grandmaster, the official, I'm sorry, official. the official. Come on, and man. I don't mean to quote unquote you, the official, the official. Grandmaster J. <laughs> grandmaster J, now a couple months, a little while ago, Grandmaster J and his, his uh, the NFAC, they pulled up on Stone Mountain, yeah. you know what I'm saying, KKK headquarters. Yeah. Recently, a few days ago, they just pulled up in Louisville, Kentucky. TTG. You see they what I'm ready. saying? <laughs> TTG, Bruh. good boy, trying to go. <laughs> I'm talking about, listen, Bruh. they pull up at the Kentucky Derby, and they say, no justice, no derby. <laughs> and they all strapped. Strapped. They all strapped. Did you see anything, you know, related to, to what happened? Yeah. How it went down? So, the article that I read, I might be, I hope, I hope, I hope that these are the reporters and they, them folks ain't just got, got in their bag and just ready to go to war. Because the, what the quote that I read, it said that they were urging the police to use force from across the fence at the Kentucky mm. Derby. Well, I understand it as, that's probably, that might be how the reporters felt. They might have, you know, they might have were scared because they was out there and they just wrote that. Because they may, it looked like they antagonizing if they come in a big group with guns and stuff like that. It looked like they antagonizing the police. Anytime you see a group of black people dressed in all black strap, I mean, it's already a threat in their mind. Yeah, exactly. But another group can do it and it's, yeah. so, it's peaceful. <laughs> so... I'm hoping that they were just out there to protect the protesters. You know what I'm saying? Because that could go a totally different way, bro. Well, I mean, I kind of watched. I watched some raw footage, right? Of the, of the of them showing up down there, as well as watched some interviews, like the raw footage of the interviews okay. before the news reported it. And from what I understand, that the NFAC never wanted to be around protesters. Okay, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's kind of like. Grandmaster Jay was saying that they sandwiched them between protesters and the police. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So it's like they was almost trying to mix in the groups and trying to make it seem like it was a hostile situation. So okay. if the protesters start feeling like, oh, these niggas coming out here and they got guns, we could turn up, it all reflect back to NFAC. Man. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Whichever way that, that bar sway, you know okay. what I'm saying? So now he was in a position where he had to remove the NFAC from that particular protest because they were in a, in a situation or in, in an area where they weren't supposed to be around protesters. Okay. Then they set it up like that. Dangerous. So, yeah, super. Because they need situation. to retreat, they'll have to run people over. If the police get rowdy and they start firing, then they're going to have and to not, run over innocent people. I, I can understand yeah. that. And I now you shoot, now they're shooting at unarmed people. You know what I'm saying? The NFAC come out with the capability to fire back. Right. With the willingness to fire back, but with the discipline to understand, like, we aren't going to arm, we're not going to aim at you unless you aiming at us. Right. You see what I'm saying? But now you're putting us in a situation with people that are unarmed, who are fueled by emotion, and we out here tactical. We organize. We move in a certain way. Yeah. And you can't mix the two. It's like oil and water. I mean, I love what they stand for. What the NFAC right. stands for, as militant as they are and disciplined as they are, I love what they stand for. The only thing that I don't like is how they pop their head out of shell like a turtle. Every hmm. now and again. If you're going to show force, then show force. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you got to be that force. If you're going to be that force, be that force. Don't be so, you know what I'm saying? Now ain't the time to do that. Now it's not the time to retreat and be ducked off and, okay, we're going to come out when y'all need us. No, we don't need that well, right don't, now. I don't really get that from them, though. From this group, I, I know, get know, that. See, how long has this been going on? We don't we don't know how long it's been going for them. We just know from you know when saying? we when we first started seeing them. Exactly. But from like, a, like what I say, this group moves differently. They move 
sporadically. They move on based on their own timing, and they move based on how they organize. Okay, it's not something to where we they just trying to pull up at everything. It's not like the Black Panther Party. Okay, and then uh, I actually heard a young lady question, you know, what are young Black Americans who are trying to do the same type of thing and stand up for their people? What do they do? And his reply simply was just like, you know, let us be the blueprint. So okay. they 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 abide by the law. They know the law, so they don't break the law. You right. see what I'm saying? But it, it's not like they trying to be super save a hoe. They pick and choose their battles, which I mean I understand because it's only so much one group can do. It's not like they they the same size as as the National Guard or the United States military. You yeah, see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's got to be a lot of different subgroups that adopt the same mentality that can be able to push that same type of pressure in certain situations in different areas in the country. But that's what I'm saying, though. They got to be the... If they're going to be the blueprint, then to to read a blueprint, it has to be visible. It got to be on your yeah. table. But the that's thing about saying, it, bro, you got to think about transparency. In and out. They come in You got to think in about transparency, out. bro. We at war. If you're looking at it like the way they looking at it, we at war, so I can't lay out my game. It's just like if I'm a head coach of an NFL football team, I'm not going to go leave my playbook out just so college coaches and high school coaches can emulate what I'm doing so they can, you know what I'm saying, because I'm trying to make the game better. I'm not going to let you know my game plan. I'm going to move strategically. I think that's been the problem with black folks for too long. That's what's been wrong with this country for too long. We let everybody know what we're capable of doing. We let everybody know what we're going to do, when we're going to do it. And you can't really move like that if you want to be successful, bro. We should be, we should be producing more factions. That's what I'm saying, at a higher rate right. than we are. Right. But I, I believe think, that the only reason why that's not happening is because these dudes are not as visible as they should be. If they were look, always visible, if they were not just so much rowdy, remain disciplined. Remain the order, but be more visible. Then you can inspire more people to do the same thing that you're doing. You got to be visible. A, I'm not saying give away your game plan or your position or nothing like that. It's like when the um, like when the president called in the National Guard. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Like the National yeah. Guard ain't the, the National Guard is the order. Really, Dang. you know what I'm saying? On domestic, domestic, they are the order. They right. above the police. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's what I. We gotta have a front like that. Show a front like that. Don't yeah, come around like- and get ready, but be the order for the protesters. I- that's what I'm saying because protesters like are just out here now. You know what I'm saying? Like Black Lives think- Matter. Black Lives Matter is just like. I really got, yeah. I kind of got a bad taste in my mouth about them. You know what I'm saying? But we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, we're going to get into that because I kind of want to, when it comes to, you know what I'm saying, the visibility, you got to think about as a leader, you know what I'm saying, as a black leader too. How many of our black leaders stepped out there on the forefront and how many of them still alive today? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's a lot of people that possess a lot of value. I'm going to be honest with you. When it comes to, when you're talking about moving and somebody being there for the cause when everything happened and being a militant group, I think about the FOI before I think about anybody. Right. Okay. Because to me, just looking at how NFAC was marching in the streets, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. There's a lot of folks out there was out of shape. I'm talking about their stomach hanging over, they built, and I ain't trying to, you know, bash or throw no shade. But we looking at terms of like, we at war. How many times you see the United States military put soldiers on the battlefield, bro, that's obese, that's, you know what I'm saying, nah, can't never. be physically fit? It ain't going to happen. That's so, you know what I'm saying? It's to be in the military. Exactly. So, I feel like when it comes to them type of specs and them type of requirements, the Fruit of Islam is one of the groups that they completely train and prepare their soldiers for a situation like that. You never see them carry a gun. So right. I think that's the blueprint. But Grandmaster J, to me, I feel like is a leader. And I think he's going to, depending on how much time they give him, I hope they don't do nothing to this brother. Right. I hope they let him, you know, grow and help be able to be a, 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 a help for our people. 
But yep. I feel like he's going to be one of those leaders that we saw in the past is going to be really, really about that action. If, uh, you know, he get a, enough following and if he get the right people following him. Right. Man, I believe that um, I believe that that's true. I believe that that's true, but they're not posing a threat right now. So we don't got to really no. worry about that. They're not, they're not posing a real threat, maybe with numbers, but not even really. You know what I'm saying? With right. numbers. So... It just gotta. I just believe that they gotta be. They gotta be more visible. But um, like I was saying, man, with Black Lives Matter, bro. If you want to move into this, we could talk about this because this is kind of wild to me. Hold on, before you even go into Black Lives Matter, I just want to do a, a quick sidebar right here because we talking about all all this shit is this we everything we've been talking about has been happening in 2020. Right, been a crazy fucking year. We got black militias rising up. We got black people being shot in the streets. Man. We got professional athletes protesting what you think is going to be a documentary for this year (laughs) no doubt (laughs) no doubt. what you think hopefully 10 years up the road hopefully we hear we we can see it right what you think gonna be the soundtrack of 2020 for the documentary of 2020 Uh, little baby yeah little baby I, I, i can rock with that little baby the I baby gonna be he, he got like I not even just because of the conscious song he put out. Nah, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about just that nigga sound. Period. Yeah. The baby gonna the be baby. the soundtrack of 2020, dog. Because that yeah. nigga came out and he was the most innovative nigga musically to me, as far as like putting together a good project where people really enjoyed. Yeah. In the midst of all this going on. Then yeah, he put and I think you really be able to shut out. And then yeah, he did yeah. a conscious song. Then he killing freestyle. It's gonna be baby. Gonna I be feel baby. like it is, bro. It I agree with you, dog. For real. All right, so let's move on. <laughs> let us know what you think about that soundtrack of twenty twenty. We talking thought. about ten years from today. If a, if a documentary came out about twenty twenty, you know a lot of people have lost their lives, man. What's gonna be the soundtrack? Of 2020 with all this craziness going on in the world. Leave it in the comments. We want to see what you're talking about. We're talking. All right. So, back on topic. We're talking about demanding more. Let's talk about accountability. We're talking about Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Right? A lot of people have a lot of mixed emotions about Black Lives Matter, bro. I'm interested. Let's kind of go a little bit deeper than the surface of what we've already talked about with Black Lives Matter. How do you feel about Black Lives Matter? Bro. From an account from, I live in Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. From an account from a person in Jackson, Mississippi, when they came to have a protest here, as they basically said that it was a photo op. It was a photo mm-hmm. op. For them to come here and have people up there doing spoken word and people clapping and cheering, and so they could take pictures of everybody with their fists in the air and people out there dancing. And what is that? It's not a protest, bro. What is this? It's not. That's not showing a united front. That's a photo op. Two. Joe Floyd got killed. Where's all this money that got donated to Black Lives Matter? What they doing with it? Hmm. So we got to keep... It's, it's about, like you just said, it's about accountability. It's also about checks and balance. For I don't sure. really feel like the Black Lives Matter movement have a lot of checks and balance, so. Who balancing the checks? You get what I'm saying? Who right, doing? Who, who balancing the books? What's going on? I really feel like, man. You know, there's a lot of different groups, including groups like Black Lives Matter, who have alternate agendas. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's black people who trying to push for something, right? But the overall goal is not that of the total advancement of all black people. A lot of people try to. They, a lot of people talk about, you know, they want to destroy the nuclear family, mm. things of that nature. So, like, I don't really think I can rock with that. Now, the expression that Black Lives Matter, I'm with it all day long. And I think a lot of people agree with that. Yeah. But when it comes down to the organization, I really feel like, just like you said, bro, we need an organization that is created by black people, for black people, run by black people. You see what I'm saying? Without any subsectors like 
religion, sexual orientation, any of that shit playing a part in terms of the agenda we pushing because overall we pushing for the black agenda. What we need as a people, what we want as a people. And once you get into that, you break that down however you need to. But we need to come up as a people first before we start separating each other. Start It's strength in numbers, bro. Divide are we going to follow? Unfortunately, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Oh, Not going to happen. People have it? too many ulterior motives. Like we just got through saying, the Black Lives Matter movement got an ulterior motive. Or whatever it is. Like you said, they want to destroy the nuclear family. They want the man to be outside of the household. They want it to be whatever kind of family. You know what I'm saying? Or what, how, you know, whatever they got going on. But right. at the same time, you could go and look at anything. What What's supposed to be for black people by black people is the NAACP. But it's not found in the NAACP is not. It's like mm-hmm. everything that we touch, we corrupt. And that's the part that upsets me. That why we know more than we play than we show that we know. You know right. what I'm saying? Because we try to keep it for ourselves. Crabs in the barrel. The information that I have, I should be sharing with you. And you should be sharing mm-hmm. your information with me. And both of us should be sharing our information with another one of us so we right. can build our community like that. That's what I feel like. It don't even got to be a faction. It don't have to be no group. It should be group just think. A, just a code. Just a code. Yeah, it should be group code think. Code This is how we yeah. do stuff. This is how we conduct ourselves. I'm big on it because that's what my mama taught me when I was a kid. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When you go out, it's a certain way you conduct yourself. You say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. You say yes, sir, no, sir. Why? Right. I mean, Stop. why we can't do that as a people if we have these values that we hold at you know in our family structure? Then why? I mean, why we give amongst each other and act stupid? There's like something we else we talked that. about too. There's something else we talked about previously. You know. We have to value each other, bro, before we can expect anybody else to value us. Yeah. They kind of go back. And then, so, we talk about that in a sense. We talk about certain people who come into the culture and they exploit black people for their own monetary gain. And we give away too cop- much game. We do. And we give too much of our, our presence away to people who benefit from it. Yeah. Who don't reciprocate that back to... The individuals that they get their game from or the communities that they use that they're exploiting. Somebody like Vlad, you know what I'm saying? Right. Vlad TV, bro, has numerous people on his show, black people, whether it be gangsters from back in the day, whether it be your hottest rapper, whatever. They come do these Vlad interviews and Vlad Vlad make millions of dollars off black content. Not to mention, Vlad's one of those people. He's been in the news now uh, here lately. He's been misquoting the minister, Louis Farrakhan. Misquoting. I almost said, uh, I almost said, uh, Louis, I mean, Martin Louis uh, King. <laughs> but uh, <Martin>. he had, <laughs> the, the, the minister, Louis Farrakhan, you know, he's, he's had made some statements about Jewish people in the past. And a lot of people take some of them statements that he say out of context. And they really don't take the full essence of what he said in those particular statements and this was years ago when he said what he said but Vlad is one of those people that's been going on and perpetrating and misquoting the minister so here recently he had a video I want to say with D.L. Hewley and he went back and he cut out the part of what he said about the minister because he I guess he felt he found out he was wrong about what he was saying but still he's still a person that's been getting in on the culture Asking all these questions, putting all these people, airing all these people news and business out. And he's been the one getting money from it. They don't get no money from it. How you feel about people like that? Culture, I, like they culture, they culture leeches, culture vultures. We already know what they're called. But the thing about it is, I don't fault them. That's why I'm a, I'm a, diff, I'm a difference of opinion. And I'm gonna play devil's advocate on this because they ain't the, they ain't their fault. 
They just being capitalistic. White people right. Vikings. White people go take stuff. I they feel like he saw opportunity. Yeah. I feel like he saw opportunity and he really just capitalized on it. We got to stop giving away game. We got to stop giving away. We got to stop. It's a a, a, a a parable that say you cast your pearls to the swine. We got to stop doing that. That's what we do. We take right. our good stuff and we think white people can make it better. It's ridiculous. Or we think, we think what they have is a better platform for us to take our stuff to. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Instead of taking that value to somebody that look like us and spreading that value to that platform as well. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I mean, that's... I'm all for that. What you just said, I'm all for taking it to, you know, somebody with a new platform or somebody with a platform, period, that look like you. They can relate right. to you. They mm-hmm. can understand what you're talking about and what you're going through or what you went through all of these stories should be shared by us because we can depict the story me and you sit up and we often talk about stories you know what i'm saying and we know these stories because we know these people in these stories you know what i'm saying we should be telling our own story not somebody telling our story for us that's been the case since we came here Right, and I, I think you know it's a level of distrust, though. We we talk about this a lot. Yeah. It's a level of distrust within our people to where we don't trust. I don't know. We don't trust the quality, or we don't trust the brand, or we don't. I don't know what it is. Sometimes bro, but, niggas just be scandalous and shady, bro. And and, and one one example of that is a person <laughs> that I thought was really really making a splash when it comes to black people investing. And being able to generate generational wealth, right? Um, and I'm talking about Jay Morrison with the Tulsa Real Estate Fund. A lot of people are really, really upset with, you know, what they thought they were going to get out of those investments, and they haven't had a return on those those investments as of yet. Right. So, I mean, it's like when you have people who say we conduct business a certain way, and then. Well, they, they, they give you something different. You know what I'm saying? The proof is in the pudding a lot of time when it comes to dealing with our people. It's like, this is huge, bro. These people generated over like $50 million with like tens of thousands of investors. You see what I'm saying? Black people mostly. These men. And a lot of people, a lot of people vetted these people. Professional athletes, um, artists, you know what I'm saying? Vetted this group. Put that money into it, and here we are now. You got people on. If you go on Facebook, I mean, not on Facebook. If you go on YouTube right now, you see so many people calling these people out, calling for refunds. These niggas, bro. And it ain't no good look. These niggas, bro. Oh, my God. Niggas, bro. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is the the prime example of what I'm talking about. The niggas (laughs) just have to do stuff for themselves. $50 million. Just think about what fifty million dollars could do for African American people if it circulated our community, hmm. right? Right. If it circulated more than six hours, which is something else we talked about that y'all gonna have to go listen to in previous episodes. Or uh, why oh, yeah. our dollar only circulate our community for six hours? Cause it is stupid shit, man. Because everybody want to take their money somewhere where they feel like they can trust it. And a lot of people say, a lot of folks think white ice is colder, but sometimes people just feel like it's more secure to go a different route. And and as long as it's like that, because a lot of times, bro, it's a fact. And as long as that's a fact, that's what I'm saying, bro, we got to hold each other accountable. As long as that's a fact, economically, we as a people never get where we're trying to go. Now, because we could we could do it. Now, what I'm gonna say is, I'm not gonna totally just get on our case. I'm gonna I'm gonna congratulate where con- congratulations are deserved. Now, Citizens okay. Bank got like a top. This the CEO of Citizens Bank is a black dude. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the 85 South show. They had them on. You know what I'm saying? They had them on the 85 South show. Okay. And he was like, you know, Citizens Bank is a black bank, which I did not know. I didn't know that either. Citizens Bank was a black is a black bank. They put they put some money together, 
um, to build a bank so they can have somewhere to put their money in their community. Mm. Like, why hasn't this continued? You know what I'm saying? Why hasn't this continued? Because it's, it's it, no more, it's no, it's no more camaraderie amongst black people. Everybody's kind of out for themselves. Right. And it's no got, trust. It's no no camaraderie. It's a lot, like you say, it's a lot of a lack of knowledge as well. Because we didn't know this was a black bank, you know. But at the same time, what? Are these banks really looking out for us, though? Are they really giving us what we need? Because that's another thing. That's another group we got to hold accountable. Yeah, we can go put our money in your bank, but is your bank going to reciprocate? Because you're going to make money off my bank. Off yep. my, you're going to make money off my money. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's yep, in your exactly, bank. Yep. You see what I'm saying? So am I going to be able to come to you and get a loan so I can go start some development in this particular area? Am I going to get a loan so I can start a small business? Yeah. Am I going to get along so I can do whatever? You know, it's it, and that's the thing. Like, we can bank black all day long, but if these black banks are not, you know, putting us in a position where we can leverage, because that's the whole point of us trying to bank black. Yeah. Man, I'm just... I, I wish that... I wish there was a different way that um, we could come together other than just starting to excuse my language, I don't, you know what I'm saying, like, fuck with each other. We got to yeah. really just fuck with each other when it boils down I to agree. it. We got to do that. I agree. For real, for real. And not just, start be a, not just talk about it. Yeah. We definitely got to start somewhere. And I think people like, uh, like Dr. Claude Anderson, who has a, a book called Power Numbers, he speaks very, very deeply about what we need to do in terms of black people. A lot of people have have the ability, bro, to address a problem. Right. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker can say, well, black folks account for this much money in the United States and they put all the money in every other community. What's the solution? You know, we're looking for people that can provide these type of solutions that we can move in a direction where we can start getting getting the ball rolling in the direction that we're trying to go. You know what I mean? Right. Man, Dr. Claude Anderson got one of the coldest, he got one of the coldest quotes I've ever heard in my life. Dude was on a breakfast club. He said, black people don't produce nothing but sweat. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth. Sweat, dog. Sweat economics. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Playing basketball, playing football, dancing, singing. Rapping, working real hard, <laughs> selling dope. And you know what's crazy? Outside yeah. in Mississippi <laughs> in the summertime. <laughs> crazy Don't thing is, bro, I was talking to my bro. pops. <laughs> huh? I was talking to my pops a few days ago. And I don't know how we started talking about this, but he was telling me about his grandmother. Yeah. And he was like, you know what I'm saying? She was a farmer. And they would go to the market and sell like a lot of goods. Like she grew cu- cucumbers, okay, and they sell them to Velasic. Velasic people would buy oh. cucumbers from. Yeah, that shit crazy, right? So you're thinking about production. She was producing a lot of things outside of sweat, mm. like something that was tangible that she could put her hand on and move units that she could move, right? And was always from you know from livestock to crops or whatever was always able to sustain based on what she was able to produce produce you know that was tangible other than the fact that she had to get out she was out you know singing dancing whatever performing yeah or you know just put just selling her hours for time you know i mean for money selling her time for money she was able to actually go to the fields and produce and sell or trade you know what i'm saying and that's that's something we got to get back to. The bare necessities, bro. We got to really get back to that. That's the truth. That's the truth, man. But I'm going to be real with you. A lot of niggas is too hot for niggas outside to be, like, playing uh, cucumbers. Niggas weak. Niggas not finna do that, cuz. Niggas weak. Niggas not it's gonna crazy. Do, niggas not going to be farmers. And that's sad, though. Because sad what if, because what if it came down to it where we had to... And white people said, okay, y'all niggas complaining all the time. He go, y'all 
three million acres of land. Bye. Fuck out of here. Yeah. What are we gonna do? <laughs> are we gonna go farm? Are we gonna go See, be farmers? We, we gonna cultivate land, and we gonna wrangle wild animals and all that stuff. Are we gonna do that? No. I feel like you know. I feel like a lot of some people will now, cause I know I got people in my family, bro. That's all for that shit. I think it's a place though. Everybody has a place. Everybody can't do the same shit. You know what I'm saying? If we talking about starting over from from square one, everybody can't be a farmer. Everybody can't be in the military. Everybody can't be an entertainer. Everybody got to play their role. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got to play their role. There's some people that are, that are straight up do that shit. It's just a matter of us being able to pool resources and to pool effort together. You know what I'm saying? The willingness to work together for one cause. You know? There's yeah. a lot of people who won't. I agree. I'm not trying to be in no field either. Because I'm not no... I'm just not trying to do this shit. I do that for myself. Yeah. That's different. When you're talking about mass production, like you're trying to feed a large amount of people and provide food for a large amount of people i don't see me i don't see me doing that shit so you think we should we gonna break it down in the sub six? Oh yeah for sure starting off we ain't gonna be able to do that and i ain't just trying to go real deep into this because i know this is like a sidebar but we ain't gonna be able to do that all the men the men are gonna have to be farmers and hunters, the women are gonna have to be gatherers, like Indians. Yeah. Real talk. Cause well, we I got mean, the bro. We don't know what's out here. We gotta figure out what's out here. That's a fact, man. But I think when I think about these type of things, I always think about preparation. I feel like, you know, it's a lot of people like people like Akon who go to Africa and they start cultivating their own cities. Right. I don't always think coming from. You know what I'm saying? A seed, and we got to plant the seed in the ground, and we got to start all the way over. Might be like that, but I always think if we prepare ourselves, like these conversations that we have now, we actually took action and start moving towards some of this ideology. Right. We could prepare ourselves to have a better startup than just starting from the ground. Because think about it, bro. We already down. We got to go all the way back down to where we was at to pick ourselves back up to where we are today and then try to advance from this point. That's a lot of fucking work. And a lot of us that's living right now won't even never see the end product. So we got to start setting this shit up now from where we can build from something instead of building from nothing, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get it. I understand. I totally get it. But if if we just get what we've asked and what we're asking for, well, I guess it's right. a lot of people with a lot of different ideologies, though. It's a lot of people just, that want a lot of different shit, si- too. One certain situation. Right. I guess, though, uh, you know, I mean, if we could go, if we could do something that Akon is doing, you know, and build our own city, build Wakanda for real, build a real right. Wakanda, a, 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 that's, whoa, that's a tongue twister, a real <laughs> Wakanda. <laughs> real life. do that for real. <laughs> You know. Well, I think, you know, the thing about it too, bro, we all have to, like, we talk about these leaders and we talk about everybody who has their own idea of what we need to do and what needs to be taking place. There's a couple people I want to point out um, that have some paperwork that's in motion, whether it be petitions or whatever you want to call them. Um, Ice, Ice Cube, Cube has, yeah. the, he, he has a contract with Black America. Yeah. Um, T.I. also has an, a petition that he's going against uh, a company who was very, very deeply involved with the transatlantic slave trade, okay. where he's trying to uh, recoup some money based on what we what we feel like we owe, uh, based on their, their involvement with this. So mm. I'm going to put some links at the bottom of this video. I'm encouraging everybody, man, go sign up, sign these petitions, look into this uh, contract with, uh, with Black America so we can kind of see the, the footprint, the blueprint of what we need to be going and what we need to be jumping in at because we all need to have, like I said before, we don't need a group of people who black who want something else. We need a group of people that's black and who want the advancement of black people. And I ain't talking about the NAACP. I'm talking about us, the real us moving together, 
at yeah. one accord. So go check out these documents, and then you can sign up for them. Um, we're going to put the links down in the comments below. Yeah, no doubt. Man, click the man. links, man. Check out that information. Man, that stuff is heavy, man. Super. Stuff is stuff is real heavy, man. We got to really do better as a people. Like you said, we got to be more prepared. And I think that the more prepared we are, the better off we'll be in the long run, the better our future will be. But we got to start... Like I said, we got to start really messing with each other. You we got to start sharing you, information. If you know something, if you know how to dig a hole wide and I know how to dig it, then teach me how to do it. You right. know what I'm saying? You know how to do it quicker. You know how to do it more efficiently. You know how to do it. Yeah. You know, man, share, each one, share, each one. share your information, man. Share your information and urge others to share the information that they and let it be a barter system. I don't believe in yeah. getting nothing for nothing, something for nothing. You know, mm -hmm. let me offer what I have to offer you. You know, let me tell you what I have to. Let me share some information with you as well. So let it be a barter system. That way we'll accomplish a lot more a lot quicker. Right. I'm with it, man. So we just gave these people a lot of a lot of heavy information, man. Heavy. What can we get them to, to kind of lighten this load up, man? We got to get out here on a on a good note, on a on a. On some man. funny shit. Tell me something funny you heard it. Man, my brother, I was talking to my brother, and uh, he was saying how weird white people are mm. because they care that uh, you know the Kardashians not finna be on the on TV no more. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's over with. They closing their life off to America. Hmm. They closing it off. <laughs> the Kardashians are giving up. <laughs> they quit. They done made so much money off that shit, though, bro. And that's exactly what we were talking about. Man, these folks done pimped their life out, bro. They All pimped the their whole life out. And anybody money. who came into their life, they done pimped their ass out, too. For real, Hold them, my old them. Hold them, my old them. He didn't. <laughs> He'd have been through the ringer. He'd have died and came back. <laughs> Man, bro, Kanye, he'd have been through his ups and downs. You don't really hear too much about Travis Scott, though. Travis Scott be real low-key, man. Travis Scott in these streets killing, bro. Yeah. I just got back from the trip from Chicago. Mm. Pull up to the McDonald's in Chicago. They say, you want to go sicko mode? <laughs> what? <laughs> Yes, you want to go sicko mode? What is sicko mode? What are you talking about? That's a Travis Scott song. Travis Scott got to deal with McDonald's, dog. He got Travis oh, Scott bill. Oh, my goodness, bro. <laughs> it's $6. Oh, what, what's in it? It's okay. just some fries. It's a, a burger. You know what I'm saying? It's a burger. burger. It's a drink. It, like, he what got the need? burger made a certain way, like how he would order it, though, or something like that. Yeah, I think uh, Popeye did that with Migo. They did that with Migo, but, bro, McDonald's, bro. This man already got Jordans. Travis Scott got Jordans. Hmm. And they some of the most expensive Jordans on the market. It's a conversation for another day. And y'all gonna realize that your boy Sneakerhead. But, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But, just imagine you pull up to a McDonald's and they say you want to go sicko mode. Yeah, I would have been thought. I'm like, man, why you playing with me, bro? Like, <laughs> you want to go sicko mode? And then he had t shirt. He got merch. In McDonald's? He got a McDonald's, a red McDonald's t shirt, bro. If you can insert oh, a clip, God, please bro. insert a clip. Okay, I got you. It's a red McDonald's t shirt. They got Cactus Jack on it. Oh, my goodness, bro. <laughs> this is huge. This is huge for a nigga from Houston, bro. Major. Now, I'm going to ask you this. We, talk, we started off talking about the Kardashians with this. Yeah. How much do you attribute the connection? Majorly. Because Kylie Jenner, bro, oh, my God. She a billionaire, dog. The youngest one. That man rubbing elbows. What you mean? Bro, that man in the room with the elite. Bro rubbing way more than elbows, but <laughs> it's putting him in the position to rub some elbows. <laughs> For real. 
Oh, that man down there, bro. It's over. <laughs> I'm talking about he rubbing. I'm talking about with Kyle the gentleman. He okay. rubbing way more than that boat. If Thought that's, what, if if that's the vehicle, <laughs> uh, I ain't, I ain't going to get into that shit. Hopefully that's not the case, bro. I'm really trying not to put myself in a position where I think all black folks with the Illuminati just because they get a lot of good shit going on. For real, bro. I really For feel real, like it's in my relationship. Can we, can, can we cut that out? Can we stop we, that? We got we, to, bro. We got to stop that, man. When black people come stop. up, they all did not sell their soul to the devil. Please, look at me. I'm a t- I'm they a did t- not t- sell their soul to the devil. I'm telling you. I'm going to tell y'all something. Y'all better not do that shit. Go look at how many subscribers we got right now. By the end of this motherfucking video, it'll be way more because you motherfuckers gonna be subscribing because I just told you to do it again. Don't be disobedient. <laughs> now, <laughs> if we if we go from zero to a hundred real quick, don't put that Illuminati shit on me, man. Cause I ain't with this shit. I'm trying to tell you now. The God work. For real, man. Real, yeah. man. Let's let us be good at stuff, man. God, let it be great, man. Without that Illuminati shit, man. Man, go well, I can't be bought. Man, y'all go check out season one too, man. Man, man exactly. check out season one. You got to go backwards, man. We had some very good conversations. We got some very good episodes, man. Keep tuning in every week, man. We gonna sure. keep pumping this content out, man. We got the week. We gonna keep it's bringing coming. it to you raw, no cap, man. Got anything you need before we get out of here, bro? Man, I just want to say once again, smash that damn subscribe button. Do that. Like and share this shit, man. We got we got some giveaways coming out soon. We really want to see some more engagement though before we start giving out these giveaways because I want you to be giving gift cards and shit out to my mama. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to give it to some of y'all who really For really real. want it. I can give my mama money anytime. <laughs> so go ahead, do what I told you to do. It's another Cal Podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening. See you next week. Thank you for watching the No Cal Podcast. Make sure you smash that subscribe button, like, and share. Follow us on our Facebook page. Stay tuned for prizes and giveaways. This is the No Cal Podcast.